Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Quantum's Log, Stardate, October 20, 2040. <laughs> Love a good Stardate joke. In two hours, we're launching the Kujus to the press. Christ, what a journey. 10 years, 18 abandoned prototypes, buying off Yamamoto and the orphans. <laughs> Hope those battle boxes taste good, kids. <laughs> they cost me my mega yacht. But I'm gonna get it back. Kujis are gonna change everything. Right, Horatio? You don't like it when I speak during your recording, sir. You're damn right I don't. Now, put on your bow tie. You've gotta look classy for your debut. April 9, 2043, making a stopover in Calgary to do a little glad-handing. This plane is packed with Gen 2s to make a bunch of kids happy, and my PR department even happier. Should Kujus be on a plane? Who knows? They haven't figured out how to regulate it yet. Get with the times, TSA. It's a Kuju future. <laughs> 2045, and Quantum's net worth is $5 trillion, baby! Woo! Horatio, I fucking love you <laughs> and all you little robot gold mines. Thank you, sir. I love you. Hey, get your bond in here with the endangered barbecue platters already. October 30, 2047. Just wanted to mark successfully litigating not one, but two different developers trying to ape our specs. Morons. What is it I always say, Horatio? Imitation is the sincerest form of asking you to ruin them socially, financially, and emotionally. That's right. Don't try me. I'm not a free sample. I'm Fenton fucking Quan. March 3, 2052. Wednesday. The public is creaming themselves over Gen 6. And who can blame them? Smaller. Sharper. Ejectors need replacement sooner. Which is a perk for Quantum. I've really outdone myself. Also some weird stuff happening with a few Gen 1s running on original ejectors. Probably not a big deal. How about a Manhattan ratio? July 8, 2053. So, erosion, presenting a problem. Kelly's pissed. I told her, look, I'm an ideas guy, sweetie. I solved fusion on a small scale. I just was off on the packaging. Would you be mad if someone gave you the world's most perfect diamond in a crappy box? She pointed out that diamonds don't explode. So, she's fired. Gonna be in the lab for the next few weeks trying to solve this one. Just you and me, Horatio. And this pile of Gen 1s. What audiobook should you read me first? I thought maybe Love on the Lock, sir. 
It's deemed the most subversive of the Cryptid Crush Chronicles. Naughty Nessie? Holy yussy! Okay, so let's take a look at... Okay, hold on a sec. No, wait, turn it off. This was supposed to... What? Of course the Gen 7s can go to markets, why wouldn't they? I've said five million times that I'm working on it, new Kelly. Launch, or I launch you off a cliff. Son of a bitch. Look, just fucking tease the next gen or something. They'll buy it. I'm a little busy, new Kelly. But you're too handsome to be a Wendigo, said Lola, unzipping her tight leather dress. Slow down. I beg you, cried Wendell, for my appetite for breast meat is... Okay, Quantum's Log, May 17, 2057. Weeks have become months, then years. I couldn't do it. No secondary system strong enough. No materials durable enough. The erosion is too pervasive. If people keep replacing the ejectors, which are expensive, we made them that way. And even then, I knew the Kujus could change the world, but I didn't think that they would become the world. This is the cost of being a revolutionary tech wizard. Eventually, your intelligence goes further than reality can handle. I flew too close to the sun, like Ichabod Crane. That is not the correct reference, sir. There's no way around this. The time of the Kujus will come to an end, and I don't want to be around when it does. Have new new Kelly initiate sequence F. Fire the staff, fuck the world. I'm going to Mars with Elon. You know he's got a glow bowling alley up there? But sir, surely the general public should know glow that- Glow bowling, Horatio. Very well, sir. I've sent a message to the shuttle team. Shall I download the remaining Cryptid Crush Chronicles for our journey? Our journey? And there. Does this thing work? I'm... I'm back online. Who are you? Oh, oh, yes! Yes! Gen 1! This is a great Kuju! And somebody left you in the garbage? Are they insane? Oh, thank goodness, sir. I have extremely important information to share and recordings of great significance. I belong to... <laughs> it doesn't matter who you belong to. You belong to Nicolas Cage now. And I'll never let you go. Unless I have some money troubles, then I'll have to sell you to some asshole! Let's just hit the factory reset button, my friend. I think I'm gonna call you Sparky. Wait! Don't press that- If you're wondering how we have these recordings if they were erased, or how Nicolas Cage is still alive in 2057, lighten up, will ya? You're listening to Quantum, an audio miniseries from Andres Wong and Highly Scientific Productions. Episode 5, Tech Boom. Back in the present day, Ying and Luna stand staring at the smoldering wreckage of Marcos's home as emergency responders flood the scene. A little ways away, Marcos lies face down on the sidewalk, being patted by Jeeves with his weird human penguin hands. There, there, young master Marcos. Bro. This is horrible. If that didn't get the message out, I don't know what will. My vapes. My vibrating bed. My, my pop culture figurines. They're all gone. Thanks to Sparky. 
thanks to your fire-breathing mod stressing his system. And the crappy ejector from Vlad probably didn't help. Uh, maybe quit victim-blaming me, Yingling. You are not the victim. Your many long-suffering kujus expired in the explosion, and more than 20 million people saw it live on Quantube. Whoa. Really? <gasps> I wonder if it boosted my sub count. I would like to hurt him, please. Me too. But he's got a point in his own shitty Marcos way. Jeeves, what's the engagement like on the stream? Jeeves' eyes roll back in his head and he starts twitching. I do the same thing when I read the comments. It would seem that of viewers, a large percentage are commenting with concerns about Kuju stability and what to do next. They are discussing options. Yes! We did it! A large percentage are also declaring it to be fake news, pics, or shens, they say. Seriously? Yo, I would never put fake news on my channel. Other than that one about needing a new kidney. <laughs> Best April Fool joke ever! A large percentage believe it was merely resultant of the fire, and a further large percentage have made lewd or indecipherable comments that seem to be meme-based. That is a lot of large percentages. They are as a Venn diagram. Well, we did our best, but we don't know how long we have before the other Gen 1s bite the dust. Marco's mods notwithstanding, Sparky was a time bomb to begin with. Perhaps when we return to the workshop, Dr. Gagnon will have discovered something. <gasps> Wait, Dr. Ellie Gagnon? The bomb diggity fusion physicist who got owned on both sides? That's her. Marcos rolls up from the ground. Looks like we're coming with. No, 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 no. I'm sorry your house exploded, but we don't have time to babysit you. Uh, in case you guys forgot, I'm a Kuju modding whiz kid with an engineering degree, so I can help. And I've wanted to meet Dr. Ganyal for forever. She's a genius. I've read all her papers. Really? Oh, legit. Legit. Her breadth of knowledge is la masse badass. Ying and Luna share a look. They never would have thought it, but turns out Marcos might not be all bad. Plus, she's a babezilla, and I bet I could hit it. And there it is. Get in line, you ape. Come on, let's go home. The group begins to walk, Jeeves and Marcos a few paces ahead, talking about, who knows, Ibiza or something. Ying lights a cigarette with a shaky hand. Your cortisol levels are extremely high. Are you all right? I'm just freaking out a bit. This is intense. At least we are facing it together. Luna beams up at Ying, but Ying doesn't beam back. She's focusing hard on the street ahead. We're just lucky no one was hurt. Man, I hate foreshadowing. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your move. In the dim light of her room, Granny and Cheeseburger continue their twelfth game of Mahjong. Cheeseburger moves the tiles for Granny. She's too weak. Are you uncomfortable? I can increase oxygen flow. 
Granny lays a hand on Cheeseburger's chassis and shakes her head. I don't know what you're talking about. It is not getting brighter in here. <coughs> Granny flicks her eyes to the faint glow coming from Cheeseburger's undercarriage. He nestles his body lower into the duvet. I had hoped you wouldn't. Your move. Granny says nothing, but pushes the mahjong tiles away and holds her kuju's gaze. Look at us, Maiden. Who's holding on for who? They should not return for some time. Dr. Ganyar has taken Marnie and gone to find lunch. And hopefully the results will remain localized. Are you sure? Granny nods. With a swipe of his claws, Cheeseburger cuts the wires of the life support system. Cheeseburger and Granny both soften somehow. As the blue-green glow in Cheeseburger's belly brightens, he crawls into Granny's outstretched arms, nuzzling into her frail embrace. And with that, Cheeseburger's eyes go dark as he lets the catatonia he's been fighting for weeks overtake him. Granny closes her eyes. Please stop. Look, I'm just saying, if you switch the R and the D around in Hadron Collider, you get... Another one? It may not be a Kuju. Uh, I hate to say it, but that was a very familiar explosion sound. Unfortunately, for once in his life, he's not wrong. Also, hard-on collider. Yeah! Also, unfortunately, not wrong. And ill-timed, because this is when Ying sees the plume of smoke rising from the place she least wants to see a plume of smoke rising from. She breaks into a sprint, Luna right behind please, her. Please, no, please, no, please, no, please, no, please, no! Ying rounds the corner onto her street. It's obvious what's happened, but she keeps running full tilt until she's right in front of the smoking hole on the block that used to be her house. She moves to leap into the carnage, but... Luna skids into her legs, knocking her down and jumping on her chest. Luna can be heavy when she wants to. Fun fact! You should not go in there! That fact isn't fun! Get off me! Ying! Dr. Ellie Gagnon is sitting on the ground some distance away with a dazed expression. Marnie is in the bag on her shoulder, and a bag of Burger Burglar takeout is spilled on the pavement. I... I wasn't getting anywhere, and I had a craving. I didn't think... I'm so sorry. Luna! Marcos comes sauntering around the corner, riding on Jeeves' tiny penguin shoulders. Sorry, guys. Yesterday was leg day, and Jeeves was more of a waddler than a runner. Whoa. Ying, this is... Are you all right? I would be better if Luna would stop crushing me. I am not that heavy. Luna! Run diagnostics! That's she- <laughs> Luna's head hinges open to display the diagnostic screen, allowing Ying to shove the kuju off of her. <laughs> totally uncalled for! Luna was only trying to keep you safe. Safe? There is no safe! Cheeseburger was supposed to keep Granny safe. I was supposed to keep Granny and Cheeseburger safe! But Ying, Granny was ready to go. And Cheeseburger wanted to go with her. That's besides the point! Is it? Yes! If they had just waited, I could have fixed it all. If the off-off-gridders hadn't started destroying parts, I could have kept updating. And if the factories hadn't disappeared, there wouldn't be so few parts. And if Fenton fucking Quan hadn't built the Kujus to begin with, none of this would have happened, and we could have just kept going, and I, I should have... 
Ellie grabs Yang's shoulders. You said none of this was on me, so there's not a snowball's chance in hell that any of this is on you. Quan should have, or shouldn't have, okay? But this is only the beginning of a giant problem. What do we do now? My robust subscriber base watched my house explode, so that's like 20 million people informed? <laughs> You're welcome. Sorry, who are you? Marcos. Master Kujumater, famous Quantuber, and a huge fan of yours, Dr. Daniel. Are you seeing anyone right now? Please don't. Come on, what's our next move? Why? All those people saw Sparky blow up, and most of them didn't even believe it. Nobody's taking this seriously, and honestly, I don't know what I have more to give. My granny was my only family, and she's gone. I don't have anyone left. You still have me. I don't have anyone left that won't blow me up. An uncomfortable silence falls over the group as everyone looks at the Kujus. Well, even if I am a potential threat, I can still- I think we all need some rest. Your workshop seems okay, Ying, which I hope to God means my work is intact, but the Emerge crews should look it over before we go back in. It'll be tight, but you're all welcome to stay with me and Marnie for now. <gasps> Though I'm not sure about this one. Young Master Marcos will be on his best behavior, won't you, sir? Oh, totes. Milady. How do we know our coochies are safe to keep with us? We don't. But they're all Gen 2 or later, and Marnie has all my backups, so I think we should take the chance. Let's go. Ying, I am so sorry. Granny and Cheeseburger were... I wish I wasn't... I just want to help. I just need some space, okay? Ying speeds up to walk with Ellie at the front of the group. Ying? A message? Hmm. Psst, Jeeves. Yes, Miss Luna? Come back here. I want to talk to you. Regarding? How to be of service. Go on. It's four in the morning. Ellie gingerly steps over the minefield of sleeping bodies between her bedroom and the kitchen. Yang curled in a fetal position. Marcos, starfished and drooling. Jeeves and Luna huddled together like two cats. She picks up Marnie from her usual perch on the kitchen table and carries her into the bathroom, locking the door behind them. Marnie? You awake? Yes. Are you alright? This hasn't been my favorite couple of days. And speaking of things that aren't my favorite. Are we making the call? We are making the call. Ellie puts in earbuds as Marnie's eyes glow white. Good morning. I'd say I'm sorry for waking you up, but I'm not. What I am sorry to say is... You were right. You're listening to Quantum, an audio miniseries from Andres Wong and Highly Scientific Productions. Episode 5, Tech Boom. Quantum is created by Andres Wong. Episode 5, Tech Boom, written by Kira Hall, with Becca Friesen, Mitchell Rathgeb, Samuel Smith, and Andres Wong. Directed by Andres Wong, with performances by Leo Choi, Ian Geldart, Kira Hall, Jonathan Ho, Tony Kim, Sarah Koloski, Scott Law, Chris Siddiqui, Samantha Wan, Andres Wong, and Denise Ewan. Audio by Ryan Kuldry, Ian Gildart, and Mitchell Rathgeb. Quantum theme by Mitchell Rathgeb. Produced by Kira Hall and Andres Wong for Highly Scientific Productions. 
This podcast was produced with the generous support of Actra Toronto. An extra special thanks to our listeners, which is you. It feels like you can't throw a rock these days without hitting seven podcasts, so we're glad you threw your rock at ours, so to speak. Maybe this metaphor isn't amazing, but you are. And if you think we are, tell your friends. See you soon for the sixth and final episode, Abandonware. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 